Blog Talk Radio. You have reached your destination. Thank you for joining us. SB Barber Morning Show. You know how we do it. I want you to share this in social media. This is absolutely a powerful opportunity for you to gain power, healing, blessings, and freedom. Yeah, we're doing it a little bit different, but guess what? It is a current event, and it is current news, because you can't make it without it. The news means nothing if your head's not on right. So we're going to take you directly to our commentator, co-host, V.J. Smith, and today you're going to hear him talk about the power of devotion for healing, blessings, and freedom. V.J. Smith. Good morning, good morning. It's so good to be on the show this morning. I'm excited about the fact that I know three things that will truly, truly um, transform your life. And I think many of us are missing uh, three components, and that's that power of devotion. Uh, Many people don't even use it. Many people don't even know how great the tool is, but devotion is one of those things that will really change the way you live, the way you think. It can also heal you, not only heal you from mental issues, but heal you from heartbreaks, heal you from heartaches, heal you from uh, sicknesses, heal you from all that. I mean, also, it will give you blessings. That Those opportunities to be devoted into uh, serving God gives you opportunity to receive blessings that beyond your measures, things will Doors will open and things will happen for you way beyond your measures, and it also frees you up. Uh, When you talk about freedom, you have to look at what is bonding you. What is that thing that's shackling you? What is that thing that's, that's, that's holding you back from reaching your goals and everything that you're inspired to be, that you're inspired to become? What what are those things? And, and devotion has that ability uh, to do that. I was um, listening to my wife this morning as she was calling out for the Lord and asking God to give her all those things, freedom, to give her blessings, and to give her healing power. And so I know that uh, in my heart, I know that this is critical and important to everything that we do. And I'm so excited that uh, S.V. Barber and the Morning Show allowed me to talk about this topic. You know, we can talk about who got shot and who got this and who got that. 
And and all those things are important, and all the political stuff is important, and all the community stuff is very critical. And, yes, it's important. But but what good is this if if we don't allow God to enter our lives, you know? I talk to criminals on almost a daily basis, and many of them say they believe there's a God, but they don't. They're not devoted to God. They they have no allegiance to God. They they just they pray before they go to court. Um, they pray before uh, uh, when they almost got shot, and but but they don't use God in the way that it's intended to be. And, and many of these gentlemen and women come from great families of God. And it's not that they don't understand the Lord. It's not that they don't understand the Bible. It's that they chose something else to, to serve. You know, sometimes our God is money. Sometimes our God is drugs. And sometimes our God is, is just violence or our God is just the streets. And when you choose a separate God, then these are the things that will begin to happen for you, is that you will get a separate reaction. Um, I think a scripture that I want to go to is Ephesians 4.13. And it says, until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. See, many misunderstood the prophecies of the Lord, and so they felt discontentment and despair. And just because God promises to move in your life and atones you to do a particular function doesn't mean that your foundation will be immediately built. Directly after David was anointed to lead Israel, he was sent back into the field to feed the sheep, and Joseph received a dream from the Lord that showed him ruling and reigning over his brothers. But in the next event, his brothers stripped him, beat him, and tossed him in a hole. Can you imagine what the devil said to Joseph while he nursed his scrapes and bruises in the dark hole of small beginnings? Think about how people treat you, your so-called friends, your so-called associates, uh, your your so-called partners, your so-called homies, and and think about how they've left you bruised and you've wondered why. Why did that happen? How could you be swallowed up with the bruises and scars? Well, he listened to the sounds of depression sweeping through his throbbing head that beat like the Congo drums of an African warrior, and Satan's laugh filled the dark channels of the hole where his evil hysteria. So, so you were going to reign, were you? I thought the dream said you were in charge. The enemy taunted Satan, didn't understand that all great prophecies start out small like chestnuts in the hand of a child. And those small chestnuts will one day be large enough to hold a child like one who's once hold them. God has not changed his mind. His methods may be crude, but his purpose is to provide wonderful success. Don't die in the hole. God hasn't changed his mind. He is a master builder, and he spends extra time laying a great foundation. It's important that we understand how God works. God's not an instant God. He's not an overnight God. Understand that it takes time for us all to grow. When you think about the Essie Barber Morning Show and and how it started, uh, I remember 
Nobody has heard of the show. Nobody knows about the show. And now people have heard of it. Uh, you go to promoters. You go uh, to countless events, and people say, oh, yeah, we, we know about Esri Barbara Morning. We know. They know that she is a professional in the business because she took the time out to grow. She took the time out to understand that that God was going to give her what she needed. Mr. Barber, what I'd like to ask you when we talk about this time to grow, I'd like you to talk a little bit about how God played a role in your growth in the work that you're doing. You know, as you are talking about this, I'm actually taking this all in, but I'll state it in one simple one simple way, and that is in the midst of it all, the thing that really, really helped me to grow was going through the test, going through the trial, going through the uh whether it was a you know a sense of uh actually walking through it alone, his precious presence his precious power and his grace and love is what was so imminent in my life that kept me moving forward or even being still. So many times I had to just simply be still and allow him to, shall we say, chisel me, and that's painful form and shape me. That's not that doesn't always feel comfortable. It's actually an irritation, but nevertheless it drew me closer and closer to him because I knew no one else had that kind of power to do that and that kind of love that would sustain me and trust him. Trust him. And that's what kept me and that's what has shaped me and caused me to grow. His handy work, I am. Well, that's that's amazing, and thank you for that uh, testimony. I really appreciate that. And and so so many times we we just don't allow God to do what He's got to do, and uh, we get impatient. Uh, we want what we want right away, and especially our new generation, our young generation. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking as a grandfather. I'm, I'm helping to raise a four-year-old and ten-year-old, and I'm finding that that it's it's just hard because I'm sixty, I'm sixty-one years old. I'll be sixty-two, and and I'm a grandfather, which is different from a father, and I have to play father mode and grandfather mode at the same time. That's that's a that's a hard task. It's a, it's a very hard task because uh, I think grandfathers are, you know, you get to have fun with them and teach them some stuff and enjoy them. And and, and, and the father motors, you you got to feed them, take care of them, get them ready for school every day. That's a, But when you got to do both roles, it's, it gets a little complicated. But I thank God for the ability to make it happen. Um, I want to read from Proverbs 24 and 16. And um, Proverbs 24 and 16 says, For a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again 
but the wicked shall fall into mischief. And when you think about that scripture, you think about it, are you a just man or a just woman? Well, if you're a just man or a just woman, that means that you will fall because we're all going to fall. But can you rise again? There's a situation that happened in 2015 and 2016 uh, where Mad Dads was was having problems about to fall. And, and we just kept leaning on God to rise. And what was interesting about that, it's 2017 now, and um, a lawyer, I was talking to a lawyer, and he said, I just want you to know I've been watching. I've been watching your organization. I've been watching how you've been able to make a comeback from a setback. And it seems like you came back more powerful than you did before. And I I received that compliment, but I had to give all the praise and the honor to God because there was no way made it back without leaning on the Lord. I, I remember nights when I would tremble in the bed trying to figure out how was I going to survive and meet payroll for my staff and pay the bills and do all the things I need to do. And I just kept reaching. When my body would shake, I would reach out for God and say, God, I I just believe you have something for me. Sometimes Christians become frustrated with withdrawal from activity and, and, and on the basis of personal struggles. They think it's all over. But God says not so. The best is yet to come. The Lord doesn't like pity parties, and those who have them are shocked to find that although he is invited, he seldom attends. And many morbid moaners will come to sit with you as you weep over your dear departed dreams. But if you want the Lord to come, you mustn't tell him that you aren't planning to get up. If you ever get around people who have accomplished much, they will tell you that these accomplishments didn't come without price. And generally, that cost is much more expensive than you normally want to pay. Still, the cost of total transformation means different things to different people. And and when you arrive at your destination, don't be surprised that some people will assume everything you achieved came without a price. The real price of success lies within the need to preserve. The trophy is never given to someone who does not complete the task, and setbacks are just setups for God to show you what he is able to do. Funerals are are for people who have accepted the thought that everything is over. Don't be that. Instead, tell the enemy, I'm not dead yet. The whole theme of Christianity is one of rising again. However, you can't rise until you fall. Now, that doesn't mean you should fall into sin. It means you should allow the resurrecting power of the Holy Ghost to operate in your life, regardless of whether you have fallen into sin, discouragement, apathy, or fear. There are obstacles that can trip you as you escalate toward productivity. But it doesn't matter you. It matters that you rise up. Now, people who never experience these things, generally are people who don't do anything. There's a certain safety in being dormant. Nothing is won, but nothing is lost. 
And I'd rather walk on the water with Jesus. I would rather nearly drown and have to have to be saved than play it safe and never experience the miracles. You're not dead yet. Don't give up. You're not dead yet. Put the crack pipe down. You're not you're not dead yet. Stop being so bitter. You're not you're not dead yet. Stop being so angry. You're you're not dead yet. Stop being selfish. You're 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 not dead yet. Stop being so hopeless. You're not dead yet. Stop whining and crying and and complaining. You're not dead yet. Proverbs twenty four sixteen. For a just man follows seven times and rises up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. You're not dead yet. Why would you act like that? So many of us are walking around dead. So many of us are walking around hopeless. And so many of us are walking around helpless. And God has already said that you're not dead yet. In Ephesians 4 and 27, neither give place to the devil, never, neither give place to the devil. See, it's not enough to reject the enemy's plan. You must nurture the word of the Lord. You need to draw the promise of God and the vision for the future to your breast. It is a natural law that anything not fed will die. And whatever you have drawn to the breast is what is going in your life. Breastfeeding holds several advantages for what you feed. It hears your heartbeat. It is warmed by your closeness and it draws nourishment for you. Caution. Be sure you are nurturing what you want to grow and starving what you want to die. Many of us are being nurtured by the wrong thing. When you think about what you see on Facebook, I'm bored. I need a man. I need me somebody to lay here with me. I need to get me some quick money. I need to sell some dope. I got my pistol with me. I mean, you look at you look at Facebook and you look at the social media, you see how people are being nurtured by such negativity. And sometimes I look at that to help me understand. I have a lot of young people on my social network and I and I go to their Facebook not to like, not to respond, but just to look and see who's depressed because that's when I need to come in. Who's feeling suicidal? That's when I need to come in. Because a lot of the stuff that they're doing is they're nurturing all the negative things. They're they're breastfeeding negative energy. They're breastfeeding the gangster rap. They're breastfeeding the drugs and alcohol. They're being breastfed by neglect, abuse. They're being breastfed by those things. And and when you're being breastfed like that, there's a place for failure. There is a place for you to fail 
based upon what you embrace. And you will remain chained to your past and all the secrets therein until you decide enough is enough. And I'm telling you that when you desire for the future peaks, you can break out of prison. And I challenge you to sit down and write 30 things you would like to do with your life and scratch them off one by one. And as you accomplish them, there is no way you can plan for the future and dwell in the past at the same time. And I feel an earthquake coming into your prison. It is midnight and the turning points of day. It is your time for change. Praise God and escape out of the dangers of your past. It's time for a jailbreak. It's time for a jailbreak from your anxieties. It's time for a jailbreak from your past struggle. It's time for a jailbreak from the things that you know that are destroying your future. It's time for a jailbreak, that stuff, suicidal thoughts, depression, all those things. It's time for you to have a jailbreak. It's time for you to escape things that are destroying your future. Make an escape. Design your escape plan. Write those 30 things down that you know that are bonding you, and you make your breakaway, and you do it. And every day you look at that list, and every day you make a decision to fight for what is yours, and every day you have a devotion based upon the healing that you need. What do you need to be healed from? See, today I just wanted to spend some time talking to some people that need to be healing. And let's include myself in this. I need to be healed from some things. I need some blessings. I'm still calling on God for blessings. I need freedom from some things that have have bonded me. I I need freedom from the ceiling that they put up for African-American leaders that we're constantly trying to break through. I need freedom from the the funding cycles that, you know, certain people say, you know, we we need to be doing it for free. Well, how can we do that and hire people? I need freedom from the way that we think as African-American leaders. I need freedom from how we backbite on each other. I need freedom from all the doors that have been closed that we're still trying to kick open as an African-American people, that we still have doors that are closed to us. I'm just speaking for myself. I, I need freedom from that. And I'm sure you need freedom from some things. And there's nobody on this planet that can say, I don't need three things. I don't need healing. I don't need your blessings. And I don't need freedom. Even the folks that think they have the most of freedom, even those that have been spoon-fed freedom, still are in bondage from something. It's just a natural calling that God has placed in this world, and the devil has, and God challenges us to break through them because he gives us the tools to do what we need to do. Here's what Acts 16 and 20 5 and 26 said, and at the midnight, Paul and Saul prayed and sang and praised unto God. And the prisoners heard them, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. So the foundation of the prison was shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loosened. If you praise God and escape out of the dungeons of your past, the dungeons of your pain, 
the dungeons of your hurt, the dungeons of all the things that you cry out to. And you have not been able to figure out how to get transformation. And it's simply because you have not given what God needs you to give. What is that devotion? <laughs> devotion is a, it's a beautiful thing. You know, I I sometimes fail to do it as much as I need to. So let me confess about that. But when I do it, one thing that God says for me, he says that we can do it. Light your light, so shine before men. that They may see your goods, works, and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. That's Matthew 5 and 16. It's wonderful to have a plan, but that means nothing if you have no power to perform the plan. And where does your power come from? Does it come from your investors? Does it come from your staff? Does your power come from uh, your politicians? Does your power come from the police department? Does your power come from uh, gang members that you associate with? Does your power come from drug dealers? Oh, your power, that's no power. None of that's power. Power comes from God. Power comes from knowing that you can do it. You can do anything with God. But if you use God, God will use politicians. God will use all those people. God will use them. Um, God sends people in and out of your life to exercise your faith. And when they are gone, they leave you with enriched reality that your God is with you to deliver you wherever you go. See, Moses died and left Joshua in charge. But God told him, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. In Joshua 1, five, Joshua never would have learned that while Moses was there, you learn this kind of thing. When Moses is gone, power is developed in the absence of human assistance. You can do it. I just want to tell you this morning on the Sweet Barber Morning Show that whatever it is that you want, whatever it is that you're striving to do, Phillips 4.13, greater still is the fact that we gain great direction through rejection. Rejection helps us force on our horizons without the hindrance of wondering what if. Now, I've been rejected a lot. I'm sure you have too, Esty Barber. On the morning show, we 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 take the gloves off, as you say, so to speak, and we talk about what's real. Some people told us that we we couldn't do what we're doing today. Many people said that uh, we would never ever be able to broadcast or hit the streets or make a difference or change a life or or have impact on a community or change the way you think or going to the jails, they said we just couldn't do it. But God said we could. God said we have what it takes. In the last two minutes of the show, uh, Prophetess, I'd like for you to just respond to some of the things I've said and and just give me some feedback. I'd appreciate that. Wow. Um, I believe, DJ, let me be straight, it speaks for itself. It, it can't get any clearer than that. And I believe that when we all reach a point where 
when we hear clarity, we don't have to affirm it. It is the Father who we're talking about, our Creator, God the Father, that affirms it by the evidence as we begin to move forward. It didn't get any clearer than that. We just chose to yield, just to yield. We chose not to just wait until the emergency, but we chose, you and I and so many others, saying we will not defect the faith. We choose the Father's perfect will and his intentions for us. Amen. And you've been listening to the S.B. Barber Morning Show. It's an opportunity for you to learn and grow and expand and be educated, be motivated, be informed about all kinds of topics. If you go to the website, if you go to Blog Talk Radio, if you go to the social media, Facebook, uh, Mr. Barber will tell you exactly how to do all that. But And if you call in, all those things you can do if you want to be a part of what we're doing, the S.B. Barber Morning Show and all the other different shows that are featured and all the other different guests around the country that are on this show. It's been my honor. It's been, it's been a pleasure. And on behalf of the S.B. Barber Morning Show, we say good morning, have a great day, and we'll see you next Tuesday. God bless you. We're listening to the voice of V.J. Smith, President, CEO of Mad Dads. Now, we always make sure you get a current event, so let me bring it to you this way. Coming up this Saturday, May 13th, kicking off the weekend for Mother's Day, which is absolutely to be celebrated 24-7, but on May 13th from 2 p.m., to 6 p.m. at our very own YMCA North on Broadway, right on Broadway, 11, right there on Broadway. You can't miss it. On the backside of where Golden Valley crosses, there is North Commons, but the Y North is right on Broadway at 1711 West Broadway Avenue. I, if I had a drum roll, I would give it to you. But what we're building up to is a three-on-three basketball tourney, tournament. That's right. And the ages are 10 to 21. So come off the streets. Let's fellowship together and have a great time. Now, where, where's the roadmap taking you? Next month, June 17th, same thing. Next, the month after that, July 22nd and July 29th, three-on-three tournament. And then August 12th, YMCA again. Now, what's going on? We're building up to our second annual championship three-on-three basketball tournament at the Excel Center in St. Paul. And that will conclude with a night with the Lynx game. You don't want to miss any of this. Now, you will have an opportunity after this Friday when you sign up to stay in the flow of practicing. We will be doing practices on Mondays at 
Park View. That's Park View Salvation Army, right off of Lindale Avenue North on Lindale, right off of Broadway Avenue North on Lindale. That's 2024 Lindale Avenue North. Safe, I'm telling you. We got this thing locked down all the way around. So allow your young people to come on Monday, 3.30 to 5.30, to practice, get skills, and not only that, you better believe there's mentorship because we do want them to be strong in their community engagement when it comes to respect, accountability, and guess what? being one another's keeper in a positive way. Ah, but when they get that ball in their hands, it takes them to another level with that foundation. And so they'll get their practice on Mondays beginning May 15th. So we come out of the first free sign-up three-on-three tournament at YMCA North on West Broadway from 2 to 6 p.m. And then from there, you go right into your practice and your training and your mentorship, etc. at Parkview Salvation Army on that Monday the 15th. And that's from 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. And then on Saturdays, practice will continue. Your practice will be from 5 to 8 p.m. We get in and get out. So you still got time to enjoy yourself and flex your new stuff. What I mean by that, your new attitude of being accountable, your new attitude of being respectful of one another and being one another's brother and keeper when you are out in the streets. So we're excited about this churches. We're looking forward to your young people to join in on this. And let's have a grand time. Let's set it on fire so that other young people know that there are safe spaces and positive places. Hats off to our coach for So You Think You Can Hope, Eugene Young. Eugene Young is a youth link Specialist, and he has taken on this and he's running with it. And what he has to share with these young people, you're going to want them in his presence. So we have a team that we built around him, and uh, your young people will be safe. In addition, hats off to Coach Jamil Jackson. Uh, his presence will be there as well, especially when we're talking about on our Monday's practice. So, you know what, how can we lose when we've got this kind of winning champions that are already in place and their number one priority is our young people? So I just wanted to make sure that that's real clear. Run with it. You'll see flyers uh, all around. And you can also sign up free right now on our website. Now, we're updating the website. The first page is under construction, so don't be concerned by the dates there. But right at the top, you'll see a link that says sign up. So sign up there individually or as a team by placing the names of your team on it. That's all you have to do. So run this. We appreciate it. So thank you.
And uh, as usual, you know how we do it. I've got to go now until our next broadcast.